Welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. I greet you in the name and in the love and the peace of Jesus Christ. For our Daily Word today, we're going to go into the Gospel of Mark into chapter 11 and verse 2, where we read these instructions from Jesus to the disciples. As soon as you enter it, enter this village, you will see a young donkey tied there that no one has ever ridden. Now, this is in preparation for what's known as Jesus' triumphal entry. He will ride down the Mount of Olives across the Kidron Valley and into Jerusalem. And this is a, a declaration about who Jesus is and why he's come. And I want to I trace through some scriptures with you because the thing that I really love about this is that in this one event, this one snapshot, this picture, Jesus is communicating so much to us about himself. So first of all, we'll go all the way back to the book of Genesis, to chapter 49. This is Jacob's last words over his son, his blessing over them. And he says of Judah, now, Judah is the tribe from which King David comes, and then ultimately Jesus. With that in mind, listen to this. Judah, my son, is a young lion that has finished eating its prey. Like a lion, he crouches and lies down, like a lioness who dares to rouse him. The scepter will not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from his descendants, until the coming of the one to whom it belongs the one whom all nations will honor. He ties his foal to a grapevine, the colt of his donkey to a choice vine. He washes his clothes in wine, his robes in the blood of grapes. Lots of connections here between this scripture and Jesus, the, the divinic line that God promises will, will be an everlasting kingdom that is fulfilled in Jesus. Also the mention of the grapevine and of robes dipped in, uh, in, in wine. And of course, this is a reference to the crucifixion and to the gift, the commemorative gift of communion to the people of God. And so there is this leader, the scripture says all the way back in Genesis, this leader from the tribe of Judah and his scepter, his leadership will not depart. It will be an eternal kingship, the ruler's staff until the coming of the one to whom it belongs. And of course, of course, that is Jesus. Then we fast forward into the book of Samuel, just a quick reference here that I think is of note. And that is that the ark as it's being returned to the Israelites from the, Phil the Philistines, they are instructed to put it on a cart and to use cows that have never been yoked. They've never been worked before. The, why is this significant? Well, in this little reference here that Jesus makes to this donkey who's never been ridden, right? No one has ever ridden. It's really a reference to the Ark of the Covenant, to what was we could think of as the epicenter of the presence of God with people, this intersection between God and people. And ultimately, we would come to understand that's in Jesus, right? He is that intersecting place. He is fully 
human. He's born as a human being, born of a woman, but he is also fully divine. He is the Son of God, second person of the Trinity, come in the flesh. He is that intersecting place. He calls himself the temple. Here, a reference to the ark. The scripture says in John chapter 1 that essentially uh, Jesus is God come to tabernacle amongst us, right? To dwell amongst us. So we fast forward a bit more, and this is a very explicit reference in the book of the prophet Zechariah, a prophecy that, that quite obviously is pointing directly forward to the promise of Jesus, the promise of the Messiah. We read in chapter 9, beginning in verse 9, Rejoice, O people of Zion! Shout in triumph, O people of Jerusalem! Look, your King is coming to you. He is righteous and victorious, yet He is humble, riding on a donkey, riding on a donkey's colt. And we see here in this explicit reference, explicit promise of the coming of Jesus and who He would be, that He is righteous, that is, He is sinless, He is true, He is good, He is steadfast, and also that He is humble. He says, as, as the disciples are, are duking it out to see who's the greatest, who's going to be first and second, who's going to be the best leader, all this stuff going on and on. He says, listen, you know, the Son of Man didn't come to be served, but to serve and to give His life, right? Jesus he came. Philippians 2 tells us that He humbled Himself and took on the form of a servant. He came and He came for us. This is the humility of our Lord. And He is victorious, the Scripture says, victorious. That is, He is victorious over sin and death and evil and all the spiritual forces of darkness. None of them can hold Him. He burst forth from the grave and His victory over death is our victory over death. Our Savior is victorious. Thanks be to God, right? We have this amazing image that, that God gives us that the Lord reveals so that we can see who Jesus is as He approaches His cross and does the work of salvation for us. He is our humble King who gave His life for us, our humble King who is raised. He is our risen and soon coming King. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And until we get a chance to speak again, may God bless you and keep you.